You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. Hello everyone and welcome back to Empire of Rust. I am your favorite fair and balanced GM, Michael Ordway, and joining me today is our favorite Decepticon, Wildstrike. Hello everyone. This is a very special week here in the States. Mike, what's going on this week? It's Thanksgiving week, Michael. That special holiday where we give thanks for everything we're grateful for. And what are we grateful for? All of our wonderful listeners, of course. Absolutely right. Thank you all so much for continuing to download, listen, and comment on each episode. Your kind words have meant a lot to us. This is the first time most of us have been on a podcast, and your support has been so encouraging and inspiring. Thanks to all of you who've made us feel like part of this community. Thanks again, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and please enjoy episode 11, The Gnomes Made Me Do It. So protesters surround the ISS building as you approach, Ironhide leading you through the crowd as the mob shouts at the line of badgerless barring the entrance to the security headquarters. As you pass, you can hear the shouts and panicked questions. Why do they get to go in? We're Cybertronians too! Where's Starscream? What's going to be done about the terrorists? Inside, Carapace and Wildstrike are waiting, Carapace having completed his own mission, and Wildstrike stuck there stewing, watching the live broadcast of his friends fighting. Ironhide escorts all of you up to the top floor of the ISS building to just outside a small conference chamber, and asks that you wait here. You'll be called in in a moment. So all of you, Carapace, Wildstrike included, are up in the top floors of the ISS building. What do you want to do? Sorry you lost the race. A lot of people lost the race. A few bots lost a, few, a little bit more. Uh, the underlying importance there. You don't have to lie to me. <laughs> I know which part hurts you more. I think it's that part where he ran into him three times. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> By the way, can you buff, like, all this out? Hold on a sec. Uh, he'll transform and he'll, he'll do him. Pythagoras will do some detailing while we're waiting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where it hurts. Ooh. Like, do some, like, some nice, real, nice uh, powdered Energon or whatever you use. <laughs> Speaking of Energon, uh, while I was down in uh, Metroplex's underbelly, I found this. What? Is that? <laughs> Look at it, whatever it is. Pythagoras, you recognize, actually all of you recognize what it is. It is a spark. Just a spark? Just a spark, yep. So this spark is alive. It's not a protoform, it's not a protoform, is it? No. It's a different color. It's a different color? It is green. Color are they usually? Uh, you would know that most sparks are blue. Most sparks are a nice shade of cyan. You said it's alive? It's alive. It should not be able to be alive without a body. So we to put it in a body? It. Do we have a body? Is it, is it dangerous in that? I don't know. It's not so. This shouldn't be, this shouldn't be possible. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, to put it in organic terms, it's like a heart 
just sitting there on the desk, beating by itself. So we should be freaked out by this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I'm my. there already. Don't worry. <laughs> it was in a uh, kind of like an abattoir. There's just like there were body parts everywhere, like dead dead trench roamers. Oh, and then that. And so, that was it just sitting on a desk or something like that? No, it was like, you know, was, I'm in the underbelly of Metroplex. There's all sorts of weird shit. <laughs> and, you, and you choose to bring it back with you. Um, well, you yeah. weren't there. I tried reaching no, out. No, no, no. It's good. You, I think you brought it back. Um, I mean, you're the necromancer. Surrounded by dead bots, it's either very good that he brought it back, that it doesn't fall into the wrong hands, or it's very bad because it's some sort of bot sickness that's going to destroy us all. Could be Decepticon. This could be Ground Death. Zero or an Autobot. This is sort of the opposite of a, a, a disease that kills you, though. It's still alive. You got a spare body in that vending machine of yours? <laughs> no, we might be able to rig up something <laughs> to connect to it. Um, I think we're gonna. We probably have to get Wheeljack involved in this or something. Doesn't he hate you? No, he kind of hates me. I, I think he's partially. No, he hates me because I asked. I asked if I thought he was a Decepticon. <laughs> That's right. He hates you. Yeah. Yeah. You are the object of hate for him. Yeah. Well, it's not like he stood out or anything. He'll do. We'll look it over. Do it a thorough analysis of it while we're waiting. And try to find out anything else, um, or and think about what it would take. Is it? Is it? Is it just a spark? And not? Does it? It doesn't have any extra hardware on it, or it has damaged pieces of the spark casing around it, but not enough to support any life. For it, so it's it's kind of surrounded by the the casing you would expect it to, but that alone won't do anything for it. So it looks like it used to be part of, a, actually, actually used to be part of a bot though. Can you add sparks together? <laughs> What's green and blue make anybody? Greenish blue, black, yes, black. <laughs> Give it to me. Yellow. I don't know. Oh, I'm uh, I'm actually proud of you for throwing your body against a superior opponent like that was that was pretty it, it actually took uh, quite a bit of convincing in my own mind to to do that but um, i felt it was the right thing to do yeah. it, it's what you would have wanted me to do. yeah it's it's often the right thing to do uh, as you are talking you hear the ding of the elevator and a bot comes out it is the same white and red bots that was Helping the people at the end of the, the race, the one that had taken care of all of the, the medical issues and was trying to trying to save as many people as possible. That's good. Well, we might need him right now because uh, we, need, we might need his help because I don't know if this thing needs saving or not. <laughs> I mean, if a regular bot was in this condition, it's too late, but is this a medical emergency? Ah, Zephyr, good to see you. You, uh... uh all right. I've been here. Oh. That's not me. <laughs> Who's the new guy? Oh, I'm Zephyr. Nice to meet you. Who are you? Carapace. Carapace. He's part of a crew. The pit crew. <laughs> all right. Yeah, he's actually uh, one of the fellows I had a little bit of experience. That's good to have. If you need an oil change. Ooh, yeah, I man. can do that for you. He'll, he'll flush you right out. <laughs> <laughs> he's very Fresh gentle, oil. and his hands are surprisingly warm. <laughs> I don't know what to say to him. He's a professional. Totally, totally yes, professional. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you for that compliment. I appreciate that. Say yes to the mess. So remind us who this is then coming up. I don't think he ever actually introduced himself to you. Uh, he's the he was the the, the chief medic uh, who was directing all the other medical uh, medical people at the end of the race. 
Uh, he does kind of wave a greeting to you. He does recognize that you guys were at the, the race. Um, but he is heading into the same door that Ironhide is heading into. Or Ironhide headed into. Uh, can I flag him down first? Sure. We might need some serious help with this. And I'll show him what that is. What are you doing with that? What am I, I'm holding it right now. <laughs> Um, Whose is that? Why do you have a spark in your hand? He found it. I, he found it. Carapace found it while tracking someone underground, under in the, in the sewer somewhere or something. And uh, we're not sure if it's a medical emergency or not, but we're a little concerned that this thing is still alive. We need to hook this up to a, to a life support. I know. Right? That's what that's, why, do you, why do you think I was flagging you down? <laughs> Although it's been sitting in this pocket for who knows how long, so... Don't look at me. I I, I only uh, acted as a uh, as a first aid bot, you know, back in during the first bombings. I'm not a zombie, zombie bot, zombot. Where, where's the nearest uh, first aid life support system? He points to you, Magnum. Says you're headmaster, right? Uh, yes. We need to use your body to contain this. You gotta be kidding me. No, no, transform right now, quickly. All right, he'll change. Go put himself together. I record this for posterity. The heck you, the heck you say for hilarity. <laughs> and he will proceed to put the spark and hook it up to your body to act as life support. Where does he uh, stick it? In the closet. <laughs> oh, the closet. Do you want him as a building or do you want him as a as a robot? Ah, uh, building. Okay, well, that's what he already was. Oh, I thought Pythagoras. He was talking. Pythagoras was talking to the doctor. Okay. All right, I guess he'll sit in the hallway and. So yeah, so, so yeah, he'll notice that, that you, there's a vending machine right next to you guys, and he will hook up the spark inside there as life support. <laughs> You're not a vending machine, though, right? Yeah, he is. Okay, so it's, it's your perversion. He is a vending okay, okay. He's a sensor bay. Okay. <clears throat> Did he put the spark on the top shelf, like it's really expensive, or is it on the bottom shelf with, like, the gum in the mix? Well, you don't want it to fall, though. It's at least a two-dollar item. So it's down low. Yes, because you know nice. it's breakable. So you put it on the bottom, you know, because otherwise the fall might crack something. Anybody got some spare change? It's going to get stuck. Leave that where it is. Is that going to affect him in any way? Yeah, he can't transform. Oh, you didn't. You didn't even buy me dinner first. <laughs> can you interact with it now that it's connected to you? I don't know, Kenny. Uh, you can sense that it's alive. Hello, let us park. Could take you over. I imagine it's like very similar to your relationship to the, your head. It's like, could you like? Is that why he can do it? Just because he has? He's an augmented. He put it. He put it in you, just because you were the you were the closest thing that has a power source uh, that, can, that can fit into it. All right. <laughs> hmm. Didn't want to use that wall socket over there. Too much. Uh, not enough power. <laughs> you ever uh, seen one that color before? I've seen a, a couple that color here and there, yes. It's unusual, certainly. Most sparks are blue. Yeah. Is there any significance to it that you know of? Well, there's no official term for it, but it's a, a uh, colloquially known as a 0.1 percenter. So it's a rich person. One percenter, huh? <laughs> One of those, huh? It, it's an unusual spark type that usually indicates a higher level of power for the, for the spark and the bot it, it's connected to. So it's like a prime? Oh, I, do, I don't know Optimus Prime's spark color, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if he had a, a green spark as well. Is that like asking someone like, their weight? Like, you know, how much do you weigh? I'm like, what's your spark color? <gasps> Rude! You know? 
Well, well most people have it as blue, so mm -hmm. <laughs> 99.9% .9 of the time, mm -hmm. you'll get the blue answer. Are there other colors? Generally, no. Not that I've seen. It's not like a red spark or something. Not that I've seen. I've only seen, a, a, again, 99.9% .9 of them are blue. Uh, very, very rarely you'll find a green one. Who are you again? My name is Fixit. I'm the chief medical officer. Uh, do you think that's why it's still alive? It's higher power level? Potentially, but I have, I've never seen a spark alive outside a body before. This is very unusual. Can you send a medical team up then? Yes, I've, I've already contacted the medical staff. They should be here uh, very shortly. I actually need to go meet with Ironhide. Uh, hopefully this meet doesn't take long. Do not remove the spark from... from what's his name again? That's Magnum right over there. That's Magnum? Yep, and Don't. this is Pythagoras, the, the head of the headmaster. Uh, good to meet you, Pythagoras. Uh, don't remove the spark from uh, from Magnum. All right, he'll, he'll stay right here, and I'll and I'll coordinate whatever you need. Yep, he said he's contacted the, uh, his medical staff, so they should be here at some point soon. Uh, at which point they will take the spark from Magnum. Uh, in the meantime, he goes into the chamber. Uh, if you want to, you can make a perception check when he goes in to take a look inside the chamber. I will not be. I'll go over to Magnum and kind of help him go through his ordeal. Natural 22. Crit. Critted that perception. Magnum got a 19. Uh, Pythagoras got a 16. Zephyr got an 11. Wildstrike is up there as well if you want to roll for him. No, he wouldn't care. Carapus got a 14. All of you make this one, no problems. Uh, as you are looking into the room, you notice... Five bots in that chamber, one of which is Ironhide. Another one is Wheeljack. You recognize both of those. And there are three bots that you do not recognize. If you'd like, you can make a culture check to try and identify them. I would like. Yeah, six. I got an 18, but it's untrained, so it's what, max 10? Max 10. So I got a 10. Pythagoras got a 21. Okay, yo. So culture. Uh, so I forgot an 8. Alright, so I'll reveal this image for you. It is a group of bots. Uh, you recognize Ironhide and Wheeljack in there with no problems, and of course you recognize Fixit as well because he was just talking with you. There are three other bots that are not as obvious. One is an orange and yellow bot with a very oddly shaped mouth, a massive green and black bot with a giant chin, and a green, white, and red bot uh, off in the back. That big dude looks badass. Rex and Pythagoras, both of you recognize the orange and yellow bots. Uh, that is Zaron, the Prime Minister. The Prime Minister of Cybertron? He's the Minister to the Primes. <laughs> uh, yes. And I'll, I'll actually describe that in, uh, in just a minute. So you two recognize him. <coughs> Pythagoras, you recognize the other two as well. The big green one is Bulkhead. He is the head of the construction guild. And the green, red, and white one towards the back is Quickswitch, the head of planetary defense. They're not going to be happy. That's a couple big wigs, huh? So Zaron is the prime minister. He is not the one that is in in total charge of Cybertron, that's still Starscream, but he is kind of like the head of state. So he is essentially responsible for all the things that Starscream either doesn't want to deal with or is too, is too far below him to deal with. 
So essentially, it's like kind of like a vice president almost, but he, he's responsible for the, the interior workings of, uh, of Iacon. All right, so Wildstrike will lean in and kind of motion everybody to lean into the table. Nice to see you back in fold there, Wildstrike. A little bit surprised that you didn't show up for the race, but not really because you were undercover. Hope that all went well. It may have. I have a further lead. So I went back to visit the safe house, and there was a package waiting for me. Inside was a data pad and a signal beacon. Data pad basically said, I have a way in, but I need to break regs out and slip the beacon onto Ironhide. I don't know what the beacon is. Maybe someone can take a look at it. Um, obviously, I don't want to slip it onto Ironhide without him knowing. But if it's not dangerous, it might be worth doing. Huh. As far as breaking regs out, I don't know about that one. Well, we've broken people out before. If I'm not mistaken, Regs is the guy that knows that you're not actually undercover. Exactly. So, what would that gain you? I can see why they'd want to, but they, we would probably wouldn't want to. We could stage a breakout, and then maybe he has an accident on the way out, unrelated. I can make accidents happen. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't do that. Well, maybe in this case we do. Maybe, maybe not. For the greater good. For the greater good. Great good is served by laws and rules. You gotta follow the the laws. I don't think Briggs has ever voted for you. Probably yeah, break his legs. We could just stage uh, as to saying he got killed, that and possibly is... we had to do a press release that one of the prisoners died while trying to do to give it legitimacy. But we can't have it happen as part of the breakout, or else that looks like I failed. So it has to happen after that. So do you want him to actually be able to make contact to confirm that he is free? In some limited fashion? I don't know. Because if he... We don't know what he'd say if he made contact. So these are basically your your orders. Yeah. The signal thing. Well, Pythagoras will analyze the signal device, I guess. Engineering check. Zephyr will ask to take a look at it as well. Maybe Zephyr should do it, because he's probably even better. Sense motive on Zephyr. Go for it. Assist. Ten. He seems trustworthy. 24 for engineering from Pythagoras with uh, Zephyr's help. It is essentially a like a homing beacon. So if whoever this is on, whoever it's placed on, is going to send out a signal, and anyone with the proper device can then track exactly where that person is. So you're so you're you're being asked to let somebody out who's going to blab that you're a bad guy, you know, that yeah. you're a traitor immediately, and track. Did the you know put a tracker on somebody who is very important? Right. That sounds like a bad deal. But it's the only lead we have. Well, is there a way that we can uh, maybe disguise one of our voices to uh, be identical to his, so that you stage the breakup and then have one of us pose as him to make a voice contact to confirm that you were the one that broke us out, and then stage an accident that uh, allegedly. Leads to uh, his demise. It's possible, but we don't know how he's going to contact, who he's going to contact. Is there anything like kind of like disguise self tech? Regs was small. Mm-hmm. Was Pythagoras spray, spray small. paint Pythagoras, to his color, if they only see him from a distance. Now you're thinking the camouflage. Yeah. 
Like, is that a, a, a viable technology? Yeah, certainly. Cool. How do we know there's not somebody on the inside already? It's going to blow this all up anyways. We don't, but I'm thinking that they would have told us if they had somebody in. I don't know. He's testing you, right? It's a big test for you. So what do you think you would gain out of this? Say you do what you said. Say we get Regs out, we make him disappear before he actually gets out, but after he's confirmed, and you put the tracker on Ironhide, do you think they're just going to be like, oh, come and meet the leader? Well, according to Bombshock, if I can get that done, then I'll be back in. So you spoke to Bombshock. This is right when you let him out? This is, he sent me a package. Oh, so. In the data pad. It's on the data pad. As you are debating, the door opens, and Ironhide motions you to come in and join the conference. It's about damn time. One quick question. Why would he assume that you'd be able to get to Ironhide? Because like, that sounds like a big thing. It'd be like, oh, hey, go find the president and put this up his butt. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, that seems... Well, a test. It, we were kind of seen with him during the, the initial bombings. He was giving us kind of orders to help out. We were, not him. The initial bombing, yeah. Yeah. At the ceremony. Well, I mean, yeah, you, were, you were waving your gun around at everybody. Yeah, but I was helping. So he was playing both sides <laughs> of the fence. It was good times. I remember that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to think. I'm like, how do they know that you'd even be able to do that? Maybe they're giving, just giving him something difficult, and if he doesn't, if it doesn't work, then they don't care. You know, if it does work, I then that's true. they're happy. That is a good question, though. I can disguise my voice. I can make them like, here we go. Hi, I'm I'm a little weak. Uh, Transformer turns into a gun that can't aim myself, but I've gotten out of jail. I'll meet you somewhere. The place, yeah. Oh my god, that was perfect. Thank you very much. But just to be sure, maybe we should try plan B. Oh, plan B. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing with that spark in you, by the way? Is that affecting you mentally? When you wish upon a spark, doesn't no, matter if you bark. Don't worry, the frogs are telling me it's going to be fine. The frogs, okay. Frogs. All right, we need to move away from the vending machine. You too, Pythagoras. Come on, it's for your own good. All right. Uh... <laughs> All right, so we'll go in. <laughs> uh, you go into the chamber. All of those bots that we talked about are in there. Wheeljack, Ironhide, Fixit, Zaron, Bulkhead, and Quick Switch. Ironhide gestures for you guys to take a seat. <clears throat> Magnum will stay out in the hallway, I guess, until they... Sh- the medical team's taking his time, that's for sure. Well, like, this is how they react in an emergency. Hope we don't have a heart attack, you know. Sweet Spot is going to refuse to sit and will pace slowly, glaring slowly. at Ironhide. He's very angry. Why? Ironhide allowed yet another bombing to happen at a major public event. Had weeks to prepare for this. Week. That's what I said, week. <laughs> Let the politician have his tantrum. It's mostly because the race was interrupted and he couldn't finish, so he's sore about that. It's a public hazard. No, it's a public humiliation on your part. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I understand you now. Well, I'm going to make it right. We'll, we'll sort it out. Stonebreaker was an Autobot with discipline problems. He was a petty thug before the war, and I'm still surprised he joined our side rather than the Decepticons. But nothing in his file said he was a fanatic. I wish he was as loyal to the Autobot cause as he was to C1. 
uh, Zaron picks up after that. Be that as it may, he still ruined a public event that was supposed to bring all Cybertronians together. There are going to be repercussions from this, mark my words. Reports from the scene put Stonebreaker in the stands at the start. The bots around him said that he got upset every time one of the colonists pulled ahead. By the middle of the race, he left his seat and was on his way down to bust onto the track. Quick switch jumps in at this point. This just shows that Cybertron First is much more prevalent than you suspect, Chief Ironhide. And what can you five tell us about our erstwhile construction bots? Was there any information that you gleaned during the ruckus? He was extremely politically motivated. I mean, he he practically couldn't tolerate being around our Yukarian companions. And it sounds like he wasn't, uh, is that fit in his personality profile earlier? I mean, it seemed, he didn't seem to be very, he didn't seem like a bot that would have been very good, to, very good at hiding his feelings anytime. Well, it didn't matter if he was very good at hiding his feelings. Apparently, he was extremely good at hiding the bomb he was wearing. I mean, did anyone check this bot? Anyone sniff him out? Presumably. I mean, we do was, have the was, equipment. Was it a tritanium bomb? Uh, Wheeljack will answer you. Uh, Tritinoroid, same as the plaza bomb. He wasn't there when we scanned. So he came in wearing a bomb? I mean, that's premeditation. Like, unless there's some way to, like, turn Transformers into bombs against their will, it seems like he would be... Exactly. And at a public event like this, looking at you, Ironhide, there should have been security to take care of this before it reaches the public. We had plenty of security. You were there as well. Yes, we checked out the track as well, early, before the rest of the crowds got there. Didn't you have your friend Magnum conduct a scan? We did, all throughout the track. But the majority of the people did not arrive until later on that day. Where is Magnum, by the way? He's uh, preoccupied. Sparks online. Nobody knows the trouble of... Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Fix it. You can tell him what happened. Rex, maybe you should just close that door. <laughs> what? I'm hearing just fine. Don't worry. Uh, uh, yes, Ironhide. Uh, he's, he's taking care of uh, a rogue spark. And Ironhide just gives him a look. <laughs> what are you talking about? Believe me, it's not going to get any simpler from here and out. I'll tell you that. Well, I mean, obviously the guests weren't scanned when they came in. At least not for the explosive because it would have been caught unless he got in. Does, do we have a psychological profile for him? I'm just wondering if he was he was rabidly anti-colonist and anti etc. At least according to, you know, the way he behaved. Now, if he was never like this before, does that mean anything? Is mind control like a, a thing in, in this world? I don't know. You tweak the right wires, you know. Something... If I mean, uh, obviously he probably wasn't the brightest bulb, but if he wasn't ever this racist before, it seems harder that no one would notice this in him who hung out with him in the past, before now. But, uh, I mean, it, maybe he just hasn't been here, I don't know. what. Maybe we can get it, Maybe we can get his history, recent history and a psychological profile. Uh, Bulkhead will answer you. He was one of my bots, a good builder. He was the spaceport foreman reporting directly to me. He lost a friend a few cycles back, a bot by the name of Gut Cruncher. 
It hit him hard. He got cold and real quiet after that. I've seen it before. When bots have lost too much, they just close down and nothing touches them anymore. But he never exhibited any signs of, of, of racism like this. I mean, sure, he made comments about colonists coming back and, and neutrals coming back, but never anything, never anything this bad. That would have been enough, though. He was vulnerable. Vulnerable to propaganda and uh, wanting someone to blame. That's right. Anytime that uh, someone speaks their mind in such a way, when these words cross the lips, they have gone through the mind ten times. Bots who are have a loss, they're emotionally vulnerable, and find a group. And if they have mild tendencies, but now they have someone to blame for something they're upset about. And uh, so, I mean, he wouldn't need mind control if that was the case. It sounds like classic indoctrination. Just you know, he found someone he can he feels supported by, or something like that. And so then they convinced him that he's these neutrals and colonists were to blame for his problems, which he already sort of thought, and he just probably just embraced it. That's how it works. Do you guys have a list of, I don't know, I want to use the word smart people, that uh, would be capable of twisting somebody like that? I mean, you don't, you don't need a genius to do that. You just need someone politically motivated, you know. I mean, we've already seen the documents from, from the, the Cybertron first, that's someone's thing, recruiting like, them. Yeah, that's different than just coming up with a doctrine. It usually requires yeah, like they're recruiting psychological the ability to read people, and that's often amongst like intelligentsia and well, colleges. And we're still trying to figure out who uh, first among many is. So I wouldn't be surprised if that that person. Um, when he says it out loud, that name, I look. I'm, I'm looking at everybody else to see if like anyone reacts. Perception. Oh, holy fuck. Uh, that's a 19, so it's a 23. Almost as high as I can do it. You see Bulkhead react a bit, making a sense motive. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> natural 20. Uh, so that's a 22. Holy shit. Two 22s in a row there, huh? Yeah. A 19 and a 20, yeah. So on vacation you picked up a cheat die. <laughs> <laughs> no, same one, same cheat die I've had since before I left. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Okay, so you see Bulkhead react to it, and just from what you're you're sensing from him, you think that he knows, or at least suspects, a number of people, probably people in his construction guild, are, uh, if not members of C1, then certainly sympathizers on C1. It's like the you get the sense that he's uncomfortably close to them. Like, he knows about it, but you don't get the sense that he's a member of the C1 himself. The reaction is not like, hey, this is this is what I want. Yeah. It's like, oh, Jesus. One of my cousins is a fucking... More like he's looking the yeah. other way. Just he's in the clan. Yeah. Um, it might be just that they're there and they have, they have political views, but they haven't done anything. So, and they don't have... He doesn't have any evidence. So, I mean, he has no real reason to do anything with them. But at the same time, he knows what they're like. Um... Bomb on the track. Well, yeah, he did. Yeah, but I mean, if it's just some guy working on the site with you, even one of your employees, and maybe they have political views, they haven't done anything. Right, but now he should be willing to give up the names of all the people that he may suspect has political ties to the C1 organization. And if he isn't, then he is a extreme sympathizer. 
It's a bit Orwellian. But... Agreed. I'm okay with that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to ask him for that? Uh, not not in front of everybody. I'll uh, I'll wait to pull him aside. Oh, I will. You, uh, you, well, know, you didn't, you you didn't, didn't notice, notice it. it. Oh, that's right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would have. So he was vulnerable. As he said, he lost a friend and turned cold. Somebody knew that and used that against him to recruit him to Cybertron first. That might have happened, yeah. Is there anybody that you can think of that would have known him in the last couple weeks or so, or since that happened, or sometime since we've learned about Cybertron first and this incident, that they would have either been close to him or known that happened to him, or maybe even been uh, a mutual friend of the bot that he lost. That's a possibility. Somebody that could have. Turned him and recruited him. I don't suppose Tiltfire has told you anything about who recruited him. Uh, no, I don't believe you guys have uh, spoken with Tiltfire or tried to figure out who recruited him. Said so no one's. He hasn't been questioned. He's been in. He's been in custody for a week. He's probably been questioned, but no one has that. No one has bothered to go and check up on him or see what's going on with him. Hmm. We should ask guy. I wonder why. Looking at Ironhide. <laughs> Listen, sweet spot, if you get a problem with me, we can take it outside. No, we can take it right here. Right here now. Ooh, fight. Security this is gonna be awesome. checks. Anyone? That falls under your job description, does it not? And there were security checks on everyone who went in that racetrack. So either you have dirty bots working under you, or you yourself are dirty. Major public event with bombs in them? I don't think that's anything that we need to, uh, it, it just goes beyond words. In fact, speaking of words, a few come to mind when I think about your current job performance. Incompetent, uninformed, overpaid, cowardly, ineffective, in short, soft, after the war. One very short word comes into mind when I think of your performance. Slow. <laughs> I'm sure you said that as fast as you could. But your performance being soft after the war makes me think that maybe you long for the good old days of the war. Am I wrong in assuming that uh, some bots just can't let go of uh, conflict, Carapace? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> because you are a bot who has fought for money. Yeah. You have a similar mindset, do you not? I, I like killing stuff, if that's what you're asking. So, would it be too far of a stretch to think that maybe a bot that has had marvelous glories from war might have a hard time letting go of war after the war is done? I mean, if I was paid not to kill people, I'd do that too. So be it. <laughs> so you see, someone might actually be uh, looking to get after your job. Frankly, a mercenary is the last place you want to look for that kind of mindset. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> now, I'm the exact opposite of a zealot. Uh, I, I don't care. Sweet yeah. Spot's a bit upset. In, in my, he saw some very important people, very, very good people die right in front of him. Fellow racers. Yes, Fellow exactly. Racists? So Racers. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Sometimes my words kind of blur together. So I, I mean, speak rather fast. But uh, the crowds are right to protest. I mean, this is one too many... 
disasters at public events. And to be honest, if you're not doing your absolute best to stop them, you might as well be calling for them, working for the opposition. We are handling security as best we can. What have you done to bring Cybertron first to its knees? Wild Strike. <laughs> yeah. You trust the Decepticon <laughs> to do this? Well, I don't trust whoa, whoa, anybody whoa, whoa. able to do the job, Ironhide. Any bot. I don't hold uh, grudges against badges. Bots speak for themselves. Let us not forget that it was an Autobot that blew up at the racetrack. You may have a point with that one. <laughs> Maybe. Anyways, we have some leads into Cybertron first. It's hard getting into an organization like that. I'm sure you know that. Of course. That's why we have five investigators such as yourself to handle this. And speaking of that, we have we have a, a way to get in. Though I would like to speak on that more privately. There's too many people here. We can discuss it afterwards, certainly. Okay, then. Look forward to that. As you are accusing Ironhide <laughs> of uh, not doing his job, that bomb goes off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Exclamation point! <laughs> it goes off right in Ironhide. <laughs> I thought you said that thing wasn't a bomb. <laughs> oh, oh, you're in on it. Okay, I can. Alright, so as you are debating this, uh, the alarms go off in the security building. Magnum hasn't been contacting the switchboard, has he? (laughs) No, he hasn't. All available security forces to Atlas Plaza. Riot in progress. Armed with non-lethal ordnance. All available security forces to Atlas Plaza. Riot in progress. Armed with non-lethal ordnance. And you know that Atlas Plaza is the plaza outside, the one with the protesters. Can we just lock the doors <laughs> and the windows and the chimneys everything? <laughs> the bulkheads. Oh, not you bulkheads. Yeah. <laughs> I got half a mind to ask you to deal with this on your own. But, for the greater good, would you like our assistance? Yes, I would, if you please. Absolutely. What do you need from us? Not leave what is that? <laughs> Just do what you do, don't worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put this soft, foamy thing over your missiles, and that's non-lethal. Nerf, nerf missiles. Hurt them, but don't kill them. Yeah, just knock them down. Okay. Disable, contain, all of that. Okay. Take them alive. Okay, I've done that before. I'll say to Ironhide, I... All emotions aside, we know... We know what what you've been through lately. We've been through it too. We've all we're all stuck in this extremely upsetting situation. And uh, maybe right now, if we can just uh, you know calm things down with them, and, and and then we can talk again. I look forward to it. But in the meantime, we need to get down there and make certain that not too many citizens are hurt during this riot. I'm on it. Subsume. Bulkhead, you and I we're going to talk after this. 
<laughs> I look forward to it too. <laughs> the guys are all weirding me out. I'm not looking forward to any of this shit. Can I, uh, is there a way to get obtain non lethal shells? Uh, from the armory, sure. Alright. Uh, Magnum can't move yet, can he? Has the medical team gotten there yet? You think that. Probably the, the protesters and now the riot out there are probably delaying the, the medical team. He's just going to sit in the hallway for the whole adventure that apparently he's going, Buck, 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 buck. I'm a pretty chicken. <laughs> Don't worry, my little egg. You're not that pretty. I <laughs> think <laughs> 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 someone crossed a wire. Uh, um, Zaron will stay with you if you want, though. He's a politician, not a warrior. Yes, please. Tell me the story of the politicians. How are they spawned? Are they grown? It all began with the forging of the Great Rings. <laughs> I'm going to take great offense at that if I were there, but I'm not, so I don't worry about it. Are you coming out to fight too? No. I want to. I don't think it'd be wise. So you can stay with you too. I'll see what I can do inside. Oh, yeah. Okay, so who's going? Pythagoras needs uh, a lethal weapon. Sweet spot's going. Rex will go. Pythagoras will go. Zephyr will go. Wildstrike will see what he can do inside, coordinate things uh, through the comms or whatnot. And Gamus? I'll go. Does Ironhive have enough forces to sort of surround the group? Uh, Based on what you saw when you got in, no. You would think that. Uh, the security forces are spread really thin at this point, because if if someone calls and says, "Hey, there's there there's a problem over here," I gotta send two or three security people, and someone else calls, that's another two or three security people. So th- they are yeah. spread right. really really thin. Yeah, he knows. Do we? We also need a megaphone. Megaphone bot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about where I'm talking into. Yeah, but we need a megaphone. And uh, I guess anyone who has weapons here should get non-lethal, non-lethal weapons that they can use instead. Why? I mean, technically, there's a weapon fusion that turns everything into non-lethal. That's we just, if they have access to them, we can just kind of put them onto our weapons. If you wanted to simplify this, it's, it's up to you. It's like a level one or two item. We just don't get to keep it. Yeah, you guys might want me to have one of these. After this, you know, just so yeah, that we'll, I don't we'll accidentally buy, we'll buy kill. You one of these, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm all for that. I guess I'll take one. Just yeah. Zephyr will take for uh, detail's sake. For my... And what you're seeing is a full-on riot. Uh, protesters are fighting with the badgeless. Protesters are fighting with themselves as well as people who are essentially colonists against. People with autobody Decepticon symbols, uh, conscious among themselves, disagreements have popped up, and you're sure there's probably a bunch of like, personal disagreements as well between bots in the crowd. You have three options as to how to deal with the protesters. You can try to convince them that they are behaving badly with a diplomacy check. You can try to intimidate them into submission with an intimidate check. Or you can simply attack them and knock them unconscious. That's a lot of people to attack. Do we have... Or giant robots. Do we have nets? Do we have... Uh, 
riot tanks? Do we have like fire hoses or some kind of energy beam to knock people down? Like, are we whatever non-lethal ready for this? Yes, <laughs> not serious. Whatever non-lethal ordnance you need. So those things exist. We can say, yeah, we got fifteen nets. We can just start shooting on people. Can we say that? I mean, uh, you, you you can grab a net launcher, certainly, but you're still gonna have to wield it and mm-hmm. and deal with you know each each person you come to. Come out to the riot, we'll net launcher and chill. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you gonna do, speedy guy? You gonna uh, talk gonna, to him and try I'm to calm him down? Up, uh, talk up a storm. If they don't, we start taking people down, and then if we well, need to beat them down, I want to try something. Question is before you before you do that. Uh, to break a riot, typically you just need to like. There's three people in the group that are loud, and then you silence them, and then the crowd will break. Like they tend to be more psychological than physical. So we find the three loudest people, the ones, that, and then silence them, either through intimidation, violence. Actually, we we get one one option for each. Who, who's the, who's the intimidator? Because I'm not. I'm not very intimidating. I might be able to. It depends on how much Magnum can help. I do have intimidation, so I can try. I can wave my. So you intimidate, you talk, and then I knock out. (laughs) (laughs) Can I? uh, I have something uh, you can say. Why don't we uh, roll for initiative? Okay. It's a terrible idea. Oh! Back to twenty. I hate going first, though. Damn it! Can I talk as a dinosaur? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have a sign. Make sure. Transformed to intimidate. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they're not intimidated. They're all confused. What? I guess it worked. Uh, no. Uh, Eleven. Eleven for sweet spot. Rex, what do you got? I rolled a twenty. Cool. I, I guess I'm a robot now, so I guess it's a twenty. <laughs> okay. So if I change into my dinosaur, my initiative's different. T- technically, does that not matter later? If I if I turn five rounds from now, or do I change it? Whatever mode you're in at the start, we'll count that. Keep it? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to switch it up or anything later on. So always going to battle as a robot. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm a 20 then. So you went to battle as a robot, and your little companions are surrounding you? Yeah, they're out. Okay. They like to be out. Okay, good. So Rex, Pythagoras. 11. Uh, that's the same as you, Sweet Spot, right? Yeah. He's definitely faster. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Race. We need to race right now. Uh, and I won. Zephyr? Zephyr got a 13. And Carapace, you said you got a... 9. Do try saying something. No. I have an idea. I can. I'll turn it. My intimidation's best is a stegosaurus, so I'm... Yeah. I can be like... Well, we need someone who can intimidate while you're doing all this. I'll give it a try. If you need something to say, I have an idea. I love ideas. All right, Rex, lead us off. Uh, I'm waiting for my idea to come (laughs) to me, so I guess I'd delay or hold or whatever. Can I... Do I have to, does he have to wait to my initiative? Or? Uh, you can wait for as long as you want. I'll wait for him then, I guess. So we can okay. Wild Strike. Is your idea like, contingent on us not attacking? Or? It might help if you guys don't do anything yet. If it doesn't work, it, if it works, it might work really well. If it doesn't work, we're probably not any... It might make it worse, but... <laughs> I'll hold off. It's a riot. How worse can it get? <laughs> I know. Is that right after Megan? Well, right after Rex. Okay. I will give my uh, my best rendition of a peacekeeping speech. 
uh, go out into uh, a clearing of a, a bunch of bots that are protesting and getting all rowdy. And just come up to them. Now, now look here. Y'all need to clear out and uh, head on home. Uh, the reason being is that this very congregation of bots together is exactly what Cybertron First is looking for. They're looking to get bots together in a big group that they can cause more damage, cause more harm, cause more chaos. What you're doing right here is you're feeding right into it. You, sir, you are a very intelligent looking bot. Are you not? Yes. <laughs> and you know when you're being manipulated, right? Are you saying I'm being manipulated? I'm saying that you are being manipulated. And as an intelligent bot, it is your duty to perform one simple task. Go home and reflect on what has happened in the safety of your own home. Because that's what Cybertron first does not want. Bots to be safe. So the best way for you to fight them is to go home and reflect. Would you agree? Well, the promise. That's not great. Although... Get your idea ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I have a skill uh, profession political... Um, which uh, has... Is that a real profession? Yeah, it's... Political is the, the profession I chose. Politician. Politician. It's craft political. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, drawing up the... I mean, politicians are made, not um, born. My diplomacy is only a five. The uh, profession... For charisma, is a performance politicized. Is a six. So I don't know if that would give me any kind of a synergy, but diplomacy roll would be a nine, as is. The best thing about that is you're trying to dipl- diplomatize the DM to allowing your diplomacy skill to work better. <laughs> you can do the whole behind-the-scenes thing after the show. After the show. <clears throat> All right, don't spoil the magic. Hey, wait a second. You're trying to manipulate me. And that is the perfect way... That you can see through the deception. I see through your deception. Right. Now that we have uh, an initial uh, uh, example of what Cybertron first is trying to do, uh, you now know all you need to do is just disperse. You don't want to hurt other bots. No one does. No one here is part of Cybertron first. Right? Right? You, sir? You, sir? Miss? Sorry? I'm going to hit this guy so hard that he's going to speak straight after <laughs> <laughs> and I will put a red cross on your chest and you can bill him medically. You don't think your words are having the effect you want. Your speech is taking too long. Small words for small minded bots. Believe me, I know. <laughs> Look at his head. Small. Pythagoras. Right. He is going to put the megaphone up to him and give him something to say because he's a big, tough, intimidating guy. Preferably if you can climb on something high, like climb on Bustatron or something like that. Or... I'd prefer to transform into a Stegosaurus. Well, yeah. Transform into a Stegosaurus and climb up. And then cli- you think a Stegosaurus can climb up? Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Somewhere they can see you, though. <laughs> Kurt, girl. All right, so you pick up Megaphone Bot. Be gentle with me. And you put him in front of Rex. What I'm going to say, what I want, what I'm asking you to say is, dear citizens, this, the security forces are converging around this entire area. 
Now, we do want to hear your grievances. However, this is a breach of law and order. So, by de emergency decree of, of Scarscream and the, and the Cybertronian Council, we will allow whoever wants to leave now to leave. Wh whatever three bots are left here at the end of everyone leaving will be smelted down in the internal Cybertronian core. Thank you very much. Could, could you repeat everything after Dear Bots? And this is what you're telling Rex to say? Yes. And then I will get on the radio and say, anyone who wants to run, let him go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go under any of people. This is great. I mean, can I whisper in his ear while he says it? Just so, like, just so he can say it. Like, repeat after me. Repeat after me, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is why you're in charge, because that makes way more sense. <laughs> if Pythagoras does it, he's going to be loud, but no one's going to notice him. He's teeny here. tiny. Yeah, it makes more sense, but it's less funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going downhill real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Real quick. I'm just going to roll this for me. <laughs> Rex okay. takes a deep breath and just roars. Roars. <laughs> 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 yeah, I might want to roar at the end of it. It wouldn't hurt. With, with that in mind, say, you go ahead and make an intimate check at a plus four to do... Everything that Pythagoras just told you to do. Can, uh, I, I suppose that counts aiding. Yes. Fifteen. Fifteen on the intimidate. Plus ten. Plus four. It's twenty-nine, isn't it? That is twenty-nine. Is it? Is? <laughs> With spike tail waving and everything. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. Does the Godzilla roar at the end? <laughs> Everybody calm down, we're going to kick your ass! <laughs> That's what you wanted, right? Oh, yeah. Well done, my friend, well I done. I stabbed the buzz. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy, sorry. <laughs> forgot you were a transformer. You are, you are, you are awesome. One bot leaves. <laughs> we're going to hunt him down and kick his ass now. <laughs> uh, can you move it up three to 1.5? One left? One bot left. Out of how many? My job is done. Hundred? Uh, well, out of like 100 or 200 okay. people left. Yeah. We need a bigger megaphone. I blame Megaphone Tron. <laughs> As you were talking into the megaphone, he's, he's like the, trying to transform, trying to get away, because he just put... Because <laughs> Pythagoras just put him right next to a dinosaur's mouth. <laughs> I'm a Stegosaurus, I'm not a meat eater. Wow. These are, these are some uh, fairly brave, some fairly brave rioters here. Wild Strike! Or is that so, I'm sorry. That's a good idea there, boss, but I don't think it worked very well. We might need to uh, apply some physical labor on this one. Zephyr's gonna move up and swing his uh, tactical bike. Start attacking? Yep. Alright. Make an attack roll. Attack roll. Uh, 17. That is a hit. And you go ahead and roll damage. And this is non-lethal. Seven. Knock him right across the face. Knock him out. Ooh, knock him out completely. Yep. Go ahead and bring it up two, please, to two and a half. So for those of you at home, we have a, uh, a little chart up here where every time these guys are successful with one of their actions, uh, it increases how far up they are on the, the chart. And, and the chart goes up to 11. <laughs> why, why is sweet spot lying to everyone? It's, it's not sweet spot. It's um, this 
See, charts typically are 1 to 10, but this one goes to 11. Or 20, whichever is higher. 11. Show of hands, 11. We choose not to look any higher than that. Carapace. Um, well, this is kind of fit, uh, shooting Cybertronian fish in a, in a barrel, so I'm going to take two shots. Two shots? Um, if I can figure out who those loud people are, I would like to. Okay. Megaphone Tron, get him! <laughs> Pointing to Rex. Sense, sense motive or perception? Gotta make a sense motive. Oh, the fucking 19. This is awesome. Uh, so it's a 21. 21? Okay. Yeah, you think you can uh, You can point out a couple of the louder people, the ones that are kind of directing the action a bit. Okay. Go ahead and make your attacks. Okay, so uh, these are at minus four since I'm taking two, but since I'm, again, shooting a big, big fucking thing, I don't think it will matter. So, first attack is at a. Oh, what's the weak? Is a, an 8. And the second one? Second one is. Much better, sadly. Uh, is at an 11. Okay, your second attack hits, but your first attack goes wide. And I do 8 points of energy and fire damage. Electricity and fire damage, by the way. And you're not trying to kill them, you're trying to keep them alive? Yeah, it's got, I got the, the... So yeah, you knock another one out. And go ahead and let's go up two more spots on the chart. Cool. Actually, you can go up uh, another another half point on that one because you did target the loud ones. Oh, see, I'm so stupid. Next time, I'm using an automatic. I can just hit the hole. Did anyone bring any grenades? Uh, I, <laughs> I grabbed one. Three spot. Oh, it's me, Harley. Back up to you. Alrighty. That was the rounds. Well, I will uh, make one more attempt at diplomacy. Because I really believe that uh, these folks will uh, will adhere to law and order. As soon as they, uh, you know, they, they get it explained to them. In a manner which you know, they're able to understand. Ah, it's you. You're back again. Uh, actually, sir, I've already proved my point with you. I want to talk to uh, this woman right over here. This uh, fembot uh, right over here. This lady obviously came here to voice her opinion. She didn't come here to fight. She didn't come here to start ruckus. I mean, just just look at her. She seems like the uh, peace-loving type. Is that right, miss? Hey, I recognize you. You were in the alley a week ago. <laughs> you lady... Uh, mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, big bot. Are all these people drunk? This is the hooker. No, I know, but it's like it sounds like the two people that we spoke to sound drunk to me. Apparently, uh, my only accent is drunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting more like uh, brain dead in the first. So, uh, are you still looking for a good time then? Uh, what I'm looking for is for you and several of your um, uncle bots to. Uh, uh, to uh, clear the streets, uh, you definitely need to get off the streets. Take that to heart. Get off the streets <laughs> and uh, go home. Uh, just go and, and rest up. Just just go to bed. You got some shanks there, big boy. I uh, I, I don't seem to have my uh, uh container on me or in this uh, in this form. Uh, my diplomacy check. Is an 18 plus 5 plus uh, whatever you'll give me for uh, my career as a 
split the box. So total? As is, is a uh, 23. 23 for conjecture. As a stance. You know what, cutie? You're, you're a cutie. I'll listen to you, but I want to see you later tonight. <laughs> well, all you have to do is turn on the news. I'm sure they'll be in somewhere now. <laughs> she starts walking away and calls out in the loudest voice possible see you tonight cutie see someone is wise enough to leave the fray do not be goaded into uh, being sheep bots by a Cybertron first follow this woman's final example and clear the streets Good, move it up to six good job sweet spot you get a date tonight don't go spreading that around magnum <laughs> You just performed bribery, effectively. The exchange of sexual favors in front of all these people. Yeah, it's all recorded, too. I don't believe in the money exchange hands. Not yet. And I agreed to nothing. And that is on record. He said we can do diplomacy, intimidate. Or attack. Megaphone bots are all like, are you all done with me? Can you put me down? Oh, uh, yes. I'll, I'll put him down and say, thank you very much, Megaphone bot. You were a, a true hero citizen. Thank you. Could he be called like Loudmouth or something? (laughs) (laughs) My name is Loudmouth. Nice to meet you, Loudmouth. You might want to get somewhere safe now. He runs over, starts looting and rioting too. Like, damn it! Son of a bitch! (laughs) (laughs) You not hear what we just said? (laughs) I wasn't listening. (laughs) He's all mouth, no ears. (laughs) He needs a new TV anyway. I mean, (laughs) take somebody out. Pythagoras. Uh, Thagoras is gonna go back in the building. <laughs> Somebody else left! Push it up. <laughs> up the uh, list. He, lost what he one. wants to do, he's gonna, he's actually gonna try, uh, to find some sort of, like, uh, noxious smelling chemicals or something. Like a weapon? He has one, but he's shooting. He like an artillery it. gun just mounted on the side of the wall? Yeah, more just like a big barrel he throws off the... <laughs> What's, what smells bad to a transformer? Burnt oil. They can shut their noses off if it smells bad. Oh. Okay, in that case... I don't know. I'm gonna hold because I don't have anything I can, useful I can do. Rex. Grind me into battle. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably die, but... <laughs> hey, riding a dinosaur is a good way to go. Uh, I'm gonna follow Carapace here, I guess. Go look for the leaders. Okay. Sense motive? Oh, I gotta roll for this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna take sense motive. Are these all non-Ukrainians? Non-Ukrainians, I assume? Uh, it's a, like, that's a big mix. So you'll, you'll see Ukrainians, you'll see Vosotronians, Cambians, Cybertronians, you'll see every, every so different count. flavor of box. Okay. Uh, Eleven. And I'm not quite certain where the leaders are. You can see fighting. You're not sure who the heads are. Alright, well... Goonie, wherever he is, and just knock some, try to knock somebody down with my slam, I guess. Just repeat where he's going? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, an 18. That'll hit. Whoop it with your tail? No, it's a slam attack, so I don't know. It's not a, I have a separate tail slap, so I'm not sure what slam is. I'm just... Body slam. Hip checking him into the, into the window, I don't know. Head, head butts. Six damage. Six damage. It's enough to knock him out. Bam. Let's go up to seven. I think um, I'll, you can move me to after Rex. 
I think what he's what Pythagoras will do, I guess, and since it's a riot, he's gonna do his. What he's gonna do right now is try to find if, if there's any injured people and uh, stabilize them and help them. You know, so he'll go into the crowd because if people are fighting, someone's probably gonna be injured. You know, so that's what he'll that's what he'll do to instead of trying to force the crowd. This is the ideas right now, but uh, probably will Yeah, you can certainly do that. Uh, and you can also locate some of the medical staff that has gotten something pinned uh, over behind some protesters. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, go ahead and roll a medicine check. Maybe we can get them, help them get out of there. Medicine. Fifteen for medicine. Uh, yeah, you find one of the people who got beaten up by the protesters. Uh, and you are able to help them up and get them out of the, the main fracas. Alright, good, good. Uh, let's go ahead and go up to eight and a half. Are you sure he doesn't heal them and they go back into the fracas? <laughs> Thanks, bro! <laughs> oh, I want that too! Tag me in! Yeah. <laughs> so you're not helping over there! <laughs> Zephyr! Right, Zephyr is going to attack the next person closest. Uh, sorry, I don't want to hurt you, but you got to back off. I rolled a 20. Uh, crit. Definitely it. Uh, this doesn't have any special crit things, so okay. It's double damage. Yeah. So six, and again, that's non-lethal. Definitely knock one of them out. Plus six, I forget to add. So um, 12 and 12. It's a lot of damage. That's not lethal, though. I'm on lethal? Yeah. All right. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, you go and knock that one out, too. Knock him back. Actually, you knock him back into his friend there, too. And you knock him unconscious as well. <laughs> Double hit right there. Please disperse. I don't want to hurt you. Uh, let's go up to ten. I'll give you an extra half for that one. Uh, Carapace gets to do something that he hasn't been able to do yet so far. So he flicks a switch on his Sub-Zero Hail Cannon and sets it to full automatic. What is full automatic? Full automatic is uh, I pretty much can use all of the clips left in my gun, which in this case it's fully loaded because I wasn't using it before, um, and I can make a certain number of shots based on how much is left in it. So in this case, because I have a full clip, I can make five shots to just everything in half the range. So effectively I'm hitting everything in a 30-foot cone in front of me, and I rolled all the numbers ahead of time. Does a 17 hit? 17 hits. Okay, then 17 and higher. <clears throat> so all five of my things hit. You roll damage once, in which case this one is seven. So I do seven damage to five targets. That is impressive. Yes. And now that hail cannon is empty. <laughs> so let's go up to fifteen. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. This is my riot, my riot pacifier. You know. That's not lethal, right? Oh yeah. Well, what was cool is like if I happen to roll a crit, the the benefit is staggered. So it's, it's like it's just like they're stunned, they're like frozen. So I just kind of went with like this ice beam, and everyone's like, "Ah!" All right, I am going to uh, be looking for something, uh, something a little more raunchy, a little more, you know, mixing them up. Raunchy than the hooker bot? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. 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 I'm going a, back inside. Trying to find another politician. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to find a uh, a, uh, a mass of. Bots that are fighting. Orgy bot? Is that what you're looking for? The orgy bot? Don't you have a megaphone to, you know, lick? Orgy bot! (laughs) (laughs) 
Sweet spot, the politician needs you now. <laughs> Bring the news camera, too. <laughs> I mean, we're in a Bacchanalia right here. Like, that's what this is. Yeah. I regret nothing. <laughs> this is the best battle ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only fighting in riots from now on. Uh, battles without weapons for Transformers really are orgies, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I go looking for a fracas that's going down. I said fracas. Yeah, you find a you find a fracas, <laughs> fracas. and you and you find a fracas. Fracas. Um, which fracas one do you want to go for? Fracas. Well, which which one has more bots involved in it? The fracas or the fracas? Fracas, obviously. All right. Well, then I'm going to pay my attention to the fracas. I'm going to speak out to them nice and loud. Now, see here, you bots, you need to disperse. I don't want to have to use this. I pull out the. Uh, <laughs> the sticky bomb grenade. I grabbed on my way out. <laughs> I'm going. I sure hope I know what I'm doing. And put my finger in the pin. It's gonna go. Holding it over my head. Make a bluff check. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to. to. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm going to, but I'll bluff. Sure. Aha! He's bluffing. Aha! You're wrong. <laughs> uh, bluff, 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 bluff. Is a five old six, so that's eleven. I don't expect anyone to think I'm bluffing. Oh, I'm sorry. You actually are going to throw it. I actually am going oh, to throw okay. it. Okay. Uh, I just that... wanted them to kind of uh, pay attention, uh, and other bots that might not be involved in the fracas, maybe those in the fracas, to pay attention to me taking care of the fracas. You want to make an intimidate check then instead? Oh, well. I thought you were bluffing. Well. I can certainly attempt that. Oh, apparently I'm fairly good at it. I rolled a 19, and my Intimidate uh, gives me a 20. Okay. No one wants to see a politician with a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> it's emboldened you. Yeah. So uh, I will put it in and throw the grenade into the fragments. Okay. You rely on the Doppler effect. <laughs> Speaking very quickly makes it sound like you're smart. You know, like dumb ideas kind of pass you by. Doppler effect. Yeah. <laughs> they have they have a contest every year of like, hey, if you could change one letter in a word and then redefine it, that was one of the winners. The Doppler effect. But you know, speaking quickly, they're like, hey, that sounds like a really. Oh wait, no, it's not. That's something stupid. But I can if they hit they hit you fast enough, then you, it slips under your. If I continue to stare at Pat blankly, <clears throat> will he continue to explain it? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's going to talk no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite of the Doppler effect. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, uh, my attack roll is an 8, and I believe for throne and strength. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So, that's an 8. You you hit the spot, and the grenade goes off. Let's see how many bots it affects. Ooh. That's a pretty high number. Uh, let's go ahead and go up 4. To 19. <clears throat> so you get four bots in that sticky mess. Big gooey mess you just squirted on there. Alright, Rex. Oh, Megan? What was it? Uh, sense motive to try to figure out if there's a leader? Uh-huh. Uh, 21. 21 will certainly do it. You see the leader, or one of the, the chief bots that are causing the, the fracas. Let's end this fracas now. I ended the fracture. You need to end you're, you're not ending leader. anything. You have an orgy. In the middle of an orgy. orgy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a tail slap this yeah, up. So he's the fracas, you're the ruckus. Like, you know, there's a, there's a difference. 
Wait, wait, there's a ruckus now too? Yeah. Ruckus, ruckus, ruckus. 13 hit. 13 will hit? It will? Yeah. Woo! These aren't really tough ones. I love riots. I love riots. <laughs> only 8 plus 4. Oh, only 6 damage. That is enough to Boom! knock out the civilian. Knock him out on his ass. Good. That's one of the leaders. Mm-hmm. Which theoretically counts as more than just his He's a leading civilian. And go ahead and move us up to 20. So with the leader down on the ground, it looks like the, the rest of them have uh, have kind of lost the will to, to keep on fighting all of you guys. Uh, and the Badgerless are starting to get control back with your help. The Badgerless? Have we talked about the Badgerless yet? Doesn't sound familiar. So I was going to say, like that's like the opposite of what... Go ahead and make a culture check. They don't wear clothes, so they can't be plain clothes. I critically fumbled my culture. I also did. <laughs> Tagras got 20. 20 on culture. I know where it is, but sweet spot does not. I got a 6. Zephyr got a 16. So Zephyr and Pythagoras both know what the, the badgers are. Uh, so take a look at the image. You can see those kind of brownish-gray bots with the, the kind of... Uh, like the yellowish kind of like like dome heads, faceplates. Yep, faceplates. Thank you. So the Badgerless are the security force for Iacon. Uh, it's the 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 people that Ironhide are in charge of. The thing is, all of them look the same. All of you recognize the the Badgerless, and all of you know kind of who they are. They're they're essentially the the enforcer boss. They're gen they're generic security bots. Zephyr and Pythagoras, though, know why they, they all look the same. The armor they wear, that brown and gray armor, is actually hollow armor. So underneath the armor, or underneath like the, the shoulder pads and helmets, they all look like different bots. And if you were to take off the armor, uh, they would have no idea what they look like. So the actual armor set is the helmet and the shoulder pads, and that is what generates the uh, the actual look of the badgeless. Interesting. Like stormtroopers. I thought the um, the reason that the badgeless were called the badgeless were because they had no alliance to either Autobots or Decepticons during any any time period. An alliance, be- or they're not supposed to identify as Autobots or Decepticons because they are cops and they're supposed to be neutral, but. They are Cybertronian, just like anyone else. They have their own thoughts and opinions. They do not wear a badge. <clears throat> this is this is actually really dangerous. The the anonymity of this force makes them dangerous because like anyone could just put on one of those things. Well, it also protects them, right? Well, in theory, but I mean, like you know, like half of these guys could be our bombers. Like, could be our our C one. Potentially, yeah. That was the point I was trying to make earlier. Yeah. Plus, the protected protects their identity, but it also makes them easier for people to target. Right. Because they're anonymous. It's much easier to target an anonymous enemy. Right. That's why uh, it's like mowing down dozens of stormtroopers. They all look the same, you know. So, oh, interesting decision. Anyway. All right. Uh, so, they're getting things under control, then. They are. I really like this gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's just...
What is the gun's name? I mean, it's weird if you name guns. No, it's not. It's weird if you don't. <laughs> I mean, it's a Sub-Zero Hell Cannon. You know, it's, there are many like it, and this one's mine. <laughs> Sub-Zero. Calls it Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> What's your next move? Are we still in initiative mode? Or? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, and with Agros, will continue to look for people who need medical help. You can find plenty. All right, he'll just keep doing that and helping the medical services. That can keep you busy for the next hour if you want. All right, he'll do that. I'll help him pick up unconscious people or, you know, like do the ear ear twist on the the stragglers. Like, come here, you scoundrel. (laughs) And uh, Sweet Spot will be looking for stragglers that are maybe looking to get things started again with a little uh, voice up. I will go over and directly engage them in conversation. What what exactly is it uh, about this whole situation that's got you uh, kind of down in the mouth? I, I want to know. Uh, I'm a politician. I might be able to help out. Bring your bring your voice to the Senate. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. The, the council's not doing anything. Council's letting us all die. You're a colonist. You're from Velocitron, aren't you? I am. I am indeed. And uh, I agree with you to a certain degree. That uh, they are not doing as much as they could be, and I have some plans, uh, things that I would like to set in motion. But uh, I- I'm glad that you voiced that opinion. What's your name, Bob? Bobatron. Bobatron. Bobatron the Cybertronian. Bobatron the Cybertronian. All right. I was born here. Bobatron the Cybertronian, the naturalized Cybertronian. No, 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 not no. naturalized. You are native. No, no, I'm, a, I'm a native Cybertronian. Native Cybertronian. Aboriginal Cybertronian. Aboriginal Cybertronian. I work in the spaceport. In the spaceport. Yeah. That's an excellent work. Uh, very noble. I'm an air traffic controller. That's oh, very or, important. Or, or space lane traffic controller. Space lane traffic controller. Uh, equally important. You know, there's all kinds of traffic going on. Uh, may I bring your, your opinions and your voice to the Senate? Do you think they'll do anything? The more people I get to talk to, like yourself, the more uh, solid Cybertronian citizens that have opinions like yours, that can get behind the ideas of uh, the many and uh, stop... Just following along with those of the, you know, the singlest ideas, then uh, I think, yes, there is change in the air. In other words, I will engage them in quiet conversation instead of letting them voice themselves loudly and getting things started again. Gotcha. <coughs> so you talk to Bombatron, Frankatron, Gregatron. 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 Ah. He's a Decepticon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. All voices need to be heard. Except the dumb ones. <laughs> well, they don't need to be repeated. But you keep talking. Vicious. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> Are they arresting, like, the leaders or anybody? Or is it just like, let's disperse it? Oh, yeah. They're arresting the leaders. They're arresting anyone who's really, like, causing a lot of problems and a lot of fighting. The ones that uh, have have dispersed, they'll let them go. Who are the three that were melting in the core? Oh, they got away. Oh. Came close. That would have been incredible if that worked. (laughs) 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 It was all uh, Megaphone Bot's uh, fault. Oh, really? Because he got scared of him? Scared. Obviously, he didn't do his job. He wasn't broadcasting the voice? He was broadcasting, but he kept on trying to get away because you put it right next to a dinosaur's mouth. He thought you were going to feed it to him. A plant eater. He doesn't know that. Damn it. For a, for a, a, a bot whose job is to be near people's mouths all the time, 
Yes, bot smiles, not dinosaurs. Right? I'm a bot too. Oh, Lord, that's it. I'm really gonna bite him now. Where is he? So you got a really good roll, but it, that, that he screwed it up. Uh, can you tell us what the DC would have been if he hadn't had interference? That was a uh, intimidate. Yeah, the DC for intimidate was thirty. We had twenty nine, and that's why I was saying like if if we had someone had aided. Wow, that's a if we had DC. kept that if we. Kept that original plus six. I so seriously was like, I'm just going to aid to that. The intimidate checks were the were the tougher ones. The diplomacy ones were a little bit easier with 25. And then the attacks were... It's hard to intimidate huge groups of people, you know. It's, nothing makes them more confident than being in huge groups. Well, Zephyr will help out um, Pythagoras with healing people. Okay. Are you a healer? A little bit. Um, I mean, it sounds like we're just cleaning up Eventually, we have, I'm assuming we get pulled back in. What did the rest of the council do? Not the uh, council, the, the people that were in the room, the six the, spots that were in the room. The ministers. Ministers, yeah. Uh, well, Ironhide came out to, to help out with, uh, with dealing with that. Uh, Ironhide, Quickswitch, and Bulkhead all came out to help uh, fix it. He did come out, but he is kind of hanging back because he's a medic. Yep. Uh, Zaron did not come out. He's, he's hanging out with uh, Magnum. Yep. And Wheeljack did not come out as well, because right? he's more of a scientist rather than a warrior. He's like, oh, did you guys want to use this crowd pacification, you know, sonic emitter that I had? Yeah, Wheeljack. We could have used <laughs> yeah. that. Well, you should have asked. I did ask, damn it, for equipment. <laughs> <laughs> You're our resident 20th level tinker here, jerk. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, you guys... Help out with the cleanup, help out with healing, help out in getting everyone arrested and in cells that you need to. Uh, and once you are all set with that, uh, you, uh, as you're waiting for the, the ministers to get back to the, the chamber and to figure out, you know, where they're going to be, I imagine you guys head back to your offices for a little while. I'm going to wait around for Bulkhead. Okay. I have a question for the group, I guess. Are we done with this? Like, okay, there was a riot whatever, or do we suspect this was like a uh, a distraction? I don't think so. Riots are, are hard to engineer in such a way like that. I think this was naturally just a bunch of people coming together and tensions ran too high. I mean, it's understandable. I was starting to fly off the handle at Iron Eye. Were you really? I was. Really? Yeah. I don't think anybody noticed. I didn't think I needed to use a <laughs> megaphone bot to let you know. Yeah, there were seven dirty words in there that I heard. Like, inept. And I think he called you slow. Isn't that like... He did. Like, that's like the C word Major from Velocitron. It is yeah. definitely a... Uh, <laughs> it's a generic <gasps> He used the S word? Oh! <laughs> it's a generic insult used by the weak-minded. So, Wild Strike... Rex and Sweet Spot are heading back inside. Carapace is too, but you're gonna hang on for. You're gonna wait towards the entrance for Bulkhead. Yeah. Where's Zephyr going? Is he gonna join Sweet Spot in? Yeah, we'll join everybody. Okay, so Zephyr, Wild Strike, Rex, and Sweet Spot all head into uh, head back into the ISS and head down to your offices. And when you get to your office, you find the door. Broken off its hinges. What? Just, what are you slapping me for? Just told you. Distraction. 
And we'll see you in two weeks. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Damn it. You were right. Don't listen to the Dumpstegosaurus. The Dumpstegosaurus was right. The world is in age. From the secret files of Teletran 1. Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Pythagoras and his partner, Magnum, are played by Matthew G. Sweet Spot, the ambassador of Velocitron, is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon warrior, Wildstrike, is played by Mike M. And the Beast Warriors of Primitive Eucharis, Rex and Carapace, are played by Rob Muller and Patrick Finn. The Autobot supercomputer, Teletran 1, is supported by the humans of planet Earth by going to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by listening to Transmissions and Transmissions Alt Mode. Teletran 1, Shutdown Mode Initiated.